Hi, everyone. This is Amanda from the podcast Dating Will Be the Death of Me. I have been asked by Benji at the Friend Zone docuseries to record a video, record a video, record audio, um, just kind of talking about my experience with the Friend Zone, if I've been Friend Zoned, if I put someone in the Friend Zone, and just kind of dating in general. So, Thank you so much to Benji for inviting me to do this. I'm so happy to be a part of it. Our podcasts have a lot in common in the sense that we do both talk about dating and relationships and kind of the struggles that go into dating and kind of even reading if someone is into you or not. So I was happy to be invited to to do this. So I guess I should just kind of start with telling you who I am. So I'm Amanda. And like I said, I'm the host of a podcast called Dating Will Be the Death of Me. I'm on Instagram at Dating Will Be the Death of Me and on Twitter at Dating Death of Me. And before I got into this podcast, I had just really had a lot of weird, shitty, strange, unexpected situations that came up while I was dating. I'm still single, still dating. And, you know, I've, I've tried to kind of take a step back and really think about who I choose to go on dates with and who I choose to spend my time with. I, as a full-time job, am a teacher, a high school teacher, and I also work part-time at a brewery. So free time is kind of few and far between, uh, which is why I've been trying to be more thoughtful and intentional with where I do spend my time. But other than Other than that, my interests, I love to travel. I love to check out breweries, restaurants. I'm big into food, sports. I'm a huge Boston sports fan, Patriots, Red Sox. Hopefully I can say the Celtics and not have everyone be like, oh, well, they just lost in the championship because I'm holding out hope. As of now, it's three to two in the series with the Warriors just taking the lead last night, but I don't know. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you can. You're thinking, oh, well, good for her. The the Celtics won, but yeah. So that's just a little bit about me. So Benji wants me to answer some questions. The first one being, what does it mean to have a type? Do I have a type? And if so, what is my type? I. So having a type, I guess I do in the sense that. There are certain things I look for in a guy, but I don't narrow my field so much where it's going to like really keep people out of my vision that I might actually be into. So in terms of the physical type, like I have dated tall guys, short guys, you know, all races, all from all over. Um, I... I guess in terms of a type, things that I would look for, like I like a guy with a nice smile. I like a guy with nice arms. And I speak Spanish if they speak Spanish too and like Spanish music, uh, particularly if they like Bad Bunny, I'm down. But other than that, I mean, you don't really, I don't think you really know someone if you just are like, oh, I only date people 5'11 and up or I only date people 
who look this way. So I really try not to have a type. I honestly, if we look at my last, if we look at all my boyfriends, if you line them up, like it runs the gamut of like what they look like, who they were, what they acted like, their personalities. I guess personalities is much more important to me. I like an outgoing person more so than like a reserved, quiet person. And I guess that kind of goes into the next question, which is how should a man or woman approach me if they want to know that they're interested or if I want, if they want me to know that they're interested. And I would say just be upfront. Like I like a confident guy. I like someone who wants to know me, wants to get to know me, isn't just focused on themselves. So if you come up to me and you just like start talking to me, ask me questions, like I'm not going to look at you and say like, ew, why is that person talking to me? If you're cute, if you're nice, if you're friendly, like definitely come up and and start a conversation because you never know. You never know where it's going to lead. In terms of let's see, factors I think of when I'm deciding who to date. I kind of went over it, right? Like personality and stuff. I like someone who's driven. So someone who works hard, you know, that doesn't mean they have to have a certain job. Like I'm not like, oh, I only date people in finance. Like, no, if you have a job that you're passionate about, or you have a job that you just work really hard at, then that's super attractive to me. I like someone who also likes sports, someone who's family oriented, And yeah, I feel like those are are the big things. Someone with a sense of humor. Um, Benji also asks, what are errors to avoid in dating? I think sometimes expecting too much too quickly can be an error that a lot of people make, especially in like the age of dating apps and, and just being on our phones. Like everything can be so instant, but that doesn't mean that someone has to give you all of their time and has to give you all of their energy right off the bat. Like, I feel like that's unfair to expect from someone. Obviously, as your relationship grows, you should, you know, if you reach out to them, you shouldn't have to wait like a week to hear back from them. But I think expecting instant gratification or expecting like your relationship to grow really quickly like sometimes they do sometimes you meet someone and it's like oh my gosh this was this is my person like I know and sometimes it takes a while like I definitely have had situations where I wasn't into the person at first and then as I get to know them more and more I become more interested in them so I think kind of removing as many expectations as you can obviously expecting to be treated with respect don't remove that but you know, you just get to know the person and and kind of see where it goes from there. Uh, The last question that I'll answer from Benji is tell us what it means to be a good friend or a good lover. How do you show someone you care? I think just showing up for them. I think being there for them when that person needs you. I think reminding that person that they matter to you, remembering things about that person, reaching out to that person when something reminds you of them or, you know, making intentional plans to do things that, you know, that person likes. I get so excited when someone remembers something about me. That could be because I have like the worst memory ever, which hopefully is going to change once school is out because I feel like my brain is just like in such a fog after this school year. But I think just 
remembering things about them and, and intentionally asking them about things that they care about and asking them to do things that they care about. I think that that shows someone that you care. And that's how, I mean, that's how I try to show some people that I care. Again, I have a shitty memory now. I used to be able to remember like everything. All my friends would say, you know, you remember things about like my childhood. Like I don't even remember. And that's kind of changed, but that could just also be because I'm getting old, which is depressing. But yeah, I think that's, that's a good way to show someone that you care. In terms of like the friend zone. So I don't feel as though I've been put in a friend zone that I'm aware of. I mean, if anyone's listening to this and they're like, "Mm, Amanda, girl, I put you in the friend zone, um, then you know what? I'm wrong. But I I feel like I'm pretty good at kind of reading what, what someone wants out of a relationship with me. Like if we're friends, I don't want to push or like my thing is I don't want to beg someone to to care for me or or want me more than they do already so I feel like for me the friend zone it can happen like I've I've been on dates with people or seen people and it's kind of just fizzled out but it's less so the friend zone and more maybe like then that person just becomes a hookup or you know, I keep in touch that with that person, but like it is as friends, but I wouldn't say it's either of us intentionally saying like, oh, well, I'm not going to date this person. They're going to go in the friend zone. I think it's just more like that's what our relationship naturally becomes. But I've definitely, I've had a situation who I had a friend or I have a friend that I've been friends with for a long time where we kind of explored being more than friends and it's tricky because you don't want to risk your friendship if you are gonna explore being more than friends it's scary because you're like what if it doesn't work out like being friends has worked out for so long so why are we gonna mess with something that works but at the same time you've been friends with for so long so maybe this is the person that it will work with in a relationship. So I feel like it's hard to give advice because every situation is so different. But I think just being open and honest and, you know, if you, if someone's your friend and you've been friends for a while and they respect you and you respect them, as awkward as it might be like initially, if you have that conversation, like, would you rather ask and be turned down like hey I'm actually into you as more than a friend would you be interested in exploring that would you rather ask that question or would you rather never know because if you ask it you at least get an answer but if you don't ask it you'll never know so I feel like that's so much easier said than done because it is a really fucking scary conversation to have because the fear of rejection is real like I'm not going to say that that's not something that would cross my mind but I think exploring it rather than ignoring it is a good idea. So that's just kind of the advice that I would give to anyone that's like on the fence. Like, oh, I do. I think I have feelings for this friend. Just maybe talk to them. Or if you have a mutual friend, you could kind of ask them to to help you out 
and not be like, a, oh, see if they like me, but just like talk it through with them and see if they have any insight or it could even be like, could, you know, facilitate that conversation. Cause I feel like it might be even less awkward or it might make it more awkward. I don't know. I feel like it depends on the situation or the dynamic between a friend group, but I would say just be open and, and be willing to have the conversation because for it's it's again it's hard to say but I think I would rather know I think I would rather be shot down than kind of live in that limbo of of not knowing and this is something I've talked about with one of my friends the idea of like shooting your shot and we have we've been talking about it more like when you see someone attractive just go up to them and you know if they have a girlfriend or a boyfriend whatever but it's it is hard, but it's also like you'll never know. Like we were at a, a bar and, and she thought someone was really attractive. And I was like, go give them your number or like, I'll go give them your number. And it's when you're not the one that's like into the person, it's easy to be like, oh my God, girl, just like do it. But I kind of wish she did because he was so her type. And, you know, it could have worked out. It could have been like, that could have been her guy. But you never know. And I totally like liquid courage is so real for me. I, I'm already like a very friendly person, but I think I would be hard pressed also if I was like totally sober to go up to someone that I thought was cute and be like, Hey, like blah, blah, blah. But when I've been drinking, it's definitely a lot easier. Like I think about this time that I was in San Francisco and I was out with some friends and we were just drinking whatever. And this like beautiful man walked in and he was kind of standing near our table. And I just, I was like, hey, like, I love your shirt. He was wearing, I forget who was on his shirt. But I was like, I love your shirt. Like, I love that artist too. And then we started talking and turns out like he's a teacher also. And, you know, he lives in San Francisco. But just having the courage after a few glasses of wine to do that, like, no, we didn't go on a date. No, we didn't keep in touch. But like, we you know, had a good conversation. And if nothing else, I got to, you know, talk to a hot guy for a little bit. So I would say if, if you just explore things, like be open to it and don't shut yourself off just because you're afraid of rejection. Cause at the end of the day, like life is short, <laughs> we're all going to die. So no one's going to remember the embarrassing thing that happened to us. Like you, I feel like it's so easy for you to build things up in your head and kind of explore all of the possibilities. And for me, like I know my possibilities tend to be negative things that could happen. But what if it, what if it's that positive outcome? And if you never explore it, you'll never know. So I would just say be open, be open, communicate and go after what you want. Yeah. So thank you so much, Benji, for asking me to do this episode. I unfortunately, well, I guess fortunately, right? I've never been friend zoned, so I don't have any experiences with with that to share with you guys. But, um, you know, I, I'm still out there dating. I don't have any friends currently that I would, or like any strictly platonic friends that I would explore becoming more than friends with. There are those people that, you know, like we hang out, we... We do things together and there is some, you know, 
maybe just more than friendship stuff, but there's no like strictly just friends out there that I'm like, oh, I think maybe that's the person of my dreams. And I'm just too afraid to ask them because we're friends. Like I don't, I don't have any situations like that right now. So I'm open to everything. I I'm going to continue dating. I'm actually, oh shoot, it's <laughs> shit. I told myself I was going to delete the apps on the 15th of June and it is literally June 14th and I'm just realizing that now. So I might be giving my numbers to some people on the apps because yeah, I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to spend time with the people that I know I enjoy, that I know respect me and value my time. So yeah, I might be off those apps starting tomorrow. But thank you guys for listening. If you want to hear more from me, definitely follow and subscribe my podcast. Dating will be the death of me. You can find it on all the popular podcast platforms. I, like I said, I also am on Instagram at dating will be the death of me, where I do a lot of updates, polls, questions, like currently right now. I'm asking my my followers about cheating because my most recent episode was about cheating. So, you know, if you are interested in polls, questions, hearing from the community, definitely follow me on there and follow me on Twitter at dating death of me. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this and I will talk to y'all later. Bye.